0: Did you always knew what you wanted to do when you passed out from MBA?
1: I was all over the place. Uh, Saurabh, what about you?
0: Yeah, meko to sabhi idea nahi tha, aaj bhi idea nahi Confused about your career choices? Wondering what steps to take next? In this podcast called Beyond Campus, Saurabh Garg, founder of C4E. And Akshidat, founder of Kunnati, are on a mission to crack open the career success code for the youth. bachpan So, let's turn the dream into reality. Hi, I am Manish Kothari, founder of Z Funds. Karnatu Apnahi Business is something Manish Kothari who grew up in a Calcutta-based business family, knew from
1: a very early age. After some interesting stints with names like Standard Chartered Bank, IAFL, and Citibank, Manish co founded Z Funds, which is making investing and investment sahi and asan across Bharat. Here is
0: Manish talking to Akshadat and how he built Z Funds and India's investment mindset. a 90s child uh, like any other 90s child uh, you know uh, either CA or MBA or oh, if MBA graduate and uh, then the world changed from there
1: hmm. so your MBA was like a two-year residential at uh, Tap Me, yes right? yes that's
0: right
1: so uh, but, but like you know what were the highlights of the two years uh, two years you spent there
0: uh, I made some uh, very good friends uh, you know first time outside Calcutta for such a long time uh realized uh, you know the importance of diversity honestly uh you know if you see uh largely so apart from you know say holiday or related travel till about 21 years uh you know i didn't do much of travel because you know uh, being in a business family my my family was not in a, a job or a profession which uh, needed my parents to travel so so because of that my travel was very very restricted very very limited travel uh, this was the first time two years i spent uh, uh you know outside calcutta with a set of people with uh, hardly any commonality so you you learnt a lot you learnt a lot so made some very very good friends well, obviously apart from academics you traveled, so that was the first time I realized that I really love traveling so every weekend we were we were kind of we, we tried to uh, be out so, so
1: uh, what was campus placement then so like once you finished
0: uh, once I finished so that was uh, 2003 was a tough year it was a very tough year this was right after that uh, 9-11 uh, very tough year uh, I was lucky uh, to get into uh, standard chart back that was my campus placement and then I and started.
1: where did uh, SCB put you
0: so initially Bombay, then uh, Calcutta, uh, sent to Calcutta, then I moved to Delhi with a CV. So they, they, they sent me to a lot of places.
1: Hmm. And l- like what, like largely sales and operations kind of role, like typical banking role? Uh,
0: initially, it was uh, credit and operations. Uh, but then that, uh, you know, first one and a half, two years, I realized and probably my bosses realized that I was good in sales. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, you know next role that I took up was in sales I moved to Delhi when I moved to Delhi I started handling a sales unit
1: then why did you leave uh, SCB
0: oh uh, difficult question uh, look SCB, SCB was a was a great place uh, it was a dream job for me uh, you know that time I really wanted to become the CEO of the bank someday it was a great place and uh, like any youngster any 25 26 year old I wanted to be you know the CEO of the bank as you grow i spent about five years there and uh, i realized that uh, you know such large places you know let's say policies take over passion that was one of the reasons i said uh, i'll move move on Uh, passion was uh, to do something on the capital market side Uh, so that's that's where i took this call that i'll move on
1: okay so what was the role that you got into
0: so i got into a private banking role a private banking wealth management role uh, after that this was with the sk wealth Prizes. Uh, first while ASK Raymond James. I joined them in 2008 after spending about five years plus uh, at Standard Chartered. Uh, and immediately after I joined them, Lehman Brothers happened.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: <laughs> so it was uh, it was crazy.
1: So wealth banking means like uh, you were basically uh, going to HNIs and investing their money for them. Absolutely.
0: So so very large, uh, very large HNI and institutional investors uh, used to be our clients. Very large. Uh,
1: so, uh, how was that stint with ASK?
0: So, first uh, one year, honestly, we had nothing to do. Purely, uh, <laughs> when brothers happened, uh, the entire financial markets had come to us. Still. Uh we had nothing to do. So, phone uh, the, meeting I'm sure you would recollect those days, is uh, uh, everything had come uh, to standstill. There was there were rumors on banks. Uh, no one wanted to. So, financial services was a bad profession that time. So, first one year went like that, and then. Uh, of, uh, you know, slowly it got back to track. And this was again my first role, wherein outside a bank, I was more than a. Uh, so before this, with Standard Chartered, I was selling the bank's uh, brand name. Okay, this was the first role wherein I was selling my own uh, brand name. Okay, uh, uh, though there was though though there was no brand name, so I was trying to create uh, create that. So those two three two three years I spent there. Three years, it was uh, it was okay from a learning perspective. Uh, but those were very tough times.
1: Then what next
0: next uh, you know first instance markets improved i said i'll change my job uh, i moved on to Citibank. Uh, uh, took up another banking job
1: but a rather small stint there you know like just a yeah, year
0: very ago. very so uh, from day one i was very clear that this is going to be a very small stint uh, this was this was more of a stop stop gap i wanted to uh, get back to banking and then figure out what i wanted to do probably uh, wait for the right opportunity so very very small stint there about uh, about a year Year or so. Uh, from there, uh, you know, uh, so there, uh, there I met some, 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 some really good professionals. Uh, you know, uh, you know, my bosses there were, were really good in this fashion. And uh, from there, I moved to IFL. IFL Wealth Management was a very small uh, uh, company at that time, only about three, three and a half years old. Uh, but it has started doing well. Uh, so I joined them. It was a, it was a bunch of very, very capable and very passionate people. I joined them. And uh, that's uh, uh, you know that's where I realized what happens if you know you join a company, join a set of people who share the same passion as you, who share the same aggression as you. And uh, that's where uh, I learned one thing. Uh, I want to I would say that, uh, and I I you know I still I will never forget that in my life. I've I've told that to a lot of people in my team. 80% of your career success, if you're in a job, 80% of your career success is. Uh, because of the industry that you're working in let's say 70 percent is because of the industry that you're working in uh 20 percent is because of the company that you're working in and balance 5 ten percent is on you you know let's say let's say anyone you know who joined insurance or you know or telecom in the late 90s early 2000s okay so so uh, that's where uh, I realized this uh because uh, my career really got a jump that time when I was with IL
1: so you set up their uh, wealth doing like again, similar role of uh, investments for HNI's and
0: yes, yes. But I had not set it up honestly. So I had bosses there. So my boss had uh, was was kind of setting up the North uh, practice, Delhi and North practice. Uh, I had not set it up. I was I was a part of the team. I used to lead a team. Uh, uh, from there, I moved on to Policy Bazaar, where I I had set up the entire business. Policy Bazaar is uh, you know, Pesa Bazaar is where I had set up uh, the entire. Uh, uh, fund distribution business.
1: So, uh, why the move to Policy Bazaar?
0: Uh, again, a difficult question, but uh, that time what happened, Luka, I spent about five years with IIFL. Uh, I was about uh, 35 that time. I was doing my business Okay,
1: that marwadi blood?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Last five years uh, at IIFL, uh, you know, learned the tricks of the trade, uh, you know, learned how to, how to manage a business more than anything else, how to manage a business. Uh, a wealth management business. So uh, I was fairly decided to you know start my own practice. You know, wealth management typically what happens is that uh, you have a set of clients who, you know who trust you, the entire business is based on trust. So that's where I decided that look, uh, you know, I would I would be better off starting uh, my own practice. Uh, that's what uh, I was doing, and uh, yeah, I had uh, so I happened to meet Yashi so policy was used to with my clients that time, okay, and I happened to meet Yashish and share this idea with him. He said, Why don't you come and join me and uh, you know, set up the mutual So, we want to get into mutual funds and uh, you want to create something on your own, so why don't you come and join? Uh, that's where they started. That I joined them and uh, you know, set up this business, okay. So, uh,
1: what was that experience like setting up the mutual fund business for Policy Bazaar? Like, uh, what did you start with and what kind of numbers did you achieve over the years?
0: So, uh, you know, to give you a background, uh Policy Bazaar is a tech company. And I'm a hardcore non-techy. I don't understand anything of tech. I, I still don't understand too much of it. So uh, but 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 I thought that uh, you know things are changing. So you know it would be a good platform to join and learn something. Understand things. There were a couple of junior people before me in this business who were kind of setting up the platform, the tech platform. I was the first senior guy. So practically I was employee number one in that year it okay and uh so uh, right from the first person's hiring to uh, everything i did it so uh you know business development to you know let's say hiring to uh, compliance to legal everything i was a part of it it was a uh, great learning uh you know looking back uh it really helped me had i not put myself at policy wizard at that time i i wouldn't have realized that there are so many things uh you know uh, in a business that you have to take care of
1: Okay, So uh, policy was I was selling the direct uh, plan mutual fund like without taking the brokerage or was it with the brokerage?
0: So uh, we, when we started, we were regular plans. Uh, we were not direct plans. Uh, we, When we started in 2016, we used to sell regular plans. Uh, 2017 is when we started selling uh, direct plans. We were the first ones to start uh, selling direct plans. Our first large platform to start selling direct plans. That's what we uh, did in the industry. Basically.
1: And uh, what is the way you monetize then when you're selling direct plan? Like, how do you make money then? Because you're not earning any brokerage. So
0: that's uh, that's still a question. Uh, though we had some basic uh, revenue line, but uh, it was it was not major. We used to make some money, but uh, you know, everyone doing direct plans today uh, are in customer acquisition game uh, rather than uh, you know making money. Through mutual funds, they are they are in customer acquisition game and their monetization model I can I can tell you Akshay, is not uh, mutual funds. Their 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 monetization is not mutual funds. They will uh, their monetization plan is something outside of mutual funds. So some of these guys are talking about broking, some insurance, some elsewhere. Uh, you know, but direct plans. Uh, given the compliance structure, given the regulatory structure uh, of our business, uh, very very difficult to monetize today. Very difficult. Uh, the largest of players uh, are finding it difficult to monetize uh, uh, direct plans.
1: So, by the time you left policy bazaar, what had that business scaled up to, like the mutual fund?
0: Oh, we had uh, in three years, we had about one lakh uh, customers. We had a collective AUM of about a thousand crores. Uh, we had a very large sip book. I don't exactly remember the number now, but uh, we had a very large SIP book. So, we were a formidable player at that time uh, in the mutual fund distribution space. We were. Uh, uh, we were. Uh, i think number two when i
1: left number one would be ptm i guess yes that time uh, i think no ptm i just started
0: et money et money was number one et money was number
1: one so uh, what did you have in mind when you quit like what was the trigger to quit and do something of your own because policy bazaar was also like an entrepreneurial kind of an experience so you know why why decide to start something of your own
0: so Akshay, uh you know, when uh, we were at Policy Bazaar, I, I, you know, we used to look at numbers very, very closely. Uh, what we realized was uh, about seventy percent of our investors from uh, tier two, tier three towns uh, who used to bus- do business with us uh, were uh, largely PNL denters. We used to call them between me and my product manager. We used to call them PNL denters.
1: What does that mean? Like
0: means that uh, you know they were. They were basically uh, these these clients uh, were loss-making clients for us. Uh, reason uh, reason being they they used to come to a platform, uh, start a 500 rupee SIP or just do a 500 rupee SIP and never grow from there. Uh, when we got deeper into these clients, we realized that these are the same clients who are doing much larger investments outside of our platform, much much larger investments. They would they would be having uh, let's say a you know 50k insurance policy they would be having a 50k insurance policy running they would be, they would be having a you know 5 10k SIP running outside of our platforms uh these guys uh so uh, there we realized that these these guys uh are uh, not just looking for an efficient checkout flow you getting all you know or to get uh you know investments that are cheaper than the market uh, they were not looking for direct plans they were not looking for an efficient checkout flow. so if you uh, see most of these. Uh, platforms, they are very, very, very very efficient checkout flow and uh, the values would be very similar to what th- what I'm talking Values are not very different between uh, these platforms. That's where we realized that and, uh, you know, the answer to this was, uh, you know, very simple that uh, this business, the mutual fund advisory business, there are two, three, uh, two, three very, very, uh, you know, critical, uh, you know, points from a consumer understanding perspective. One is a uh, and I say that often customer, uh, even I if I look at myself as a customer I would have uh, some money lying in my account I want to invest I run this business I should be financially you know very very prudent to not keep money in the savings account but even I don't invest uh, you need a you need a nudge you need a push to invest and that's where advisors become very very uh, you know helpful uh, you know in, uh, in growing the market and getting these uh, clients to the market so we realize that uh, yeah Yeah,
1: India is very untapped right now so you would uh, I mean large percentage of population would need like a nudge to start
0: absolutely Uh, across the the world why India you look at US uh, you know in 2017 in one of the CFA conferences I I got a chance to meet uh, Betterment CEO and uh, uh, you know the the, the insights that he shared with me about US Mark very very similar Uh, they're also large part of the clients uh, first investment is because of tax uh they also have a they also have a hybrid model uh pure digital uh, doesn't work there also this is uh yeah 2017 so not uh too long back uh, so across the world that's uh that's how uh, it works you see uh you you talk to 10 people around you and i've done that i've spoken to friends uh uh I've spoken to uh, colleagues if i ask you you will also have money in your bank account and you would have uh, you 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 wouldn't have invested you you for whatever reasons, might not have time, might be busy somewhere else, might know, might not know what to do. The reason could be different, uh, but largely the fact remains that uh, you do not invest on your own. You need a push. Uh, so, so that was one and second uh, thing was a very, very large part uh, of the country. Uh, no one was addressing, no one was addressing. So if you uh, see these digital platforms for uh, addressing, let's say, a, a decent part of the overall, uh, you know, uh, market, which is uh, urban tier one markets, uh, which are you know digital savvy customers, there's a very large part of our country today, which is digital refusers. I call them digital refusers. Uh, but a lot of lot of people, when I talk to, they don't go online to invest their money, and it starts from let's say my dad to you know people 25, 30 year olds. They don't uh, they don't invest directly on platforms. Uh, they need someone. Uh, to work with them, to make them understand what uh, they should do, uh, I call them digital refusers, and uh, that's a very, very large part of it. And that's the reason, if you see, uh, even after having so many successful digital platforms like uh, you know Paytm, Money, passa Bazaar, ET Money, of these, uh, our penetration is still less than three percent. Less than three percent. Mutual Fund penetration is hardly anything. Uh, you know, when I when I travel to UP, you know, the uh, very, very interesting when the. First First time I travelled to UP, eastern UP. You know, one of the distributors told me, uh, you know, so one line he told me, "Sir, yahaan pe paanch me se ek admi ka D H F L So look, these guys had money; they they were investing elsewhere, uh, but uh, you know, mutual funds mein nahi no because there was no distribution. How hmm.
1: Sahara also tapped this same audience only, no?
0: Absolutely. So, chit fund even today, everyone there. Uh, Invest in chip fund, everyone in UP. You go to UP, everyone, you bang on everyone invests in chip fund and uh mutual funds fali. So uh you know, so basically, as an industry, now uh, you know, we've got the distribution wrong. That's what we realized. Uh and we we have numbers to back that. Uh UP has about 2.5 lakh life LIC agents. LIC, I'm not talking about private insurance, company. only LIC has about 2.5 lakh agents, and uh, how many mutual fund agents are? there. 8000 look at the gap uh, so it was it was it was a no brainer for us that time to tap this
1: uh, opportunity so why does LIC have more agents than mutual fund because it was free market forces hai na to jahan kamai hogi wahan agent ban hi have to mutual fund agent but
0: kisi ko to jana bhi padega agent banane ke
1: okay. so you're saying LIC was more proactive and that's why it has agents
0: even today it has more uh, offices it has more people uh, on the ground, then all mutual fund companies taken together. I was surprised when I went to Gorakhpur about six months back. I was surprised that uh, uh, so I met a very large distributor, and he told me that uh, uh, you know no, actually one and a half years baad, कोई delhi So so Gorakhpur kind of and it's a it's it's not a small village. So when I met him, he told me that uh, about one and a half years baad uh, कोई Where do we have mutual fund? Uh, offices or distribution offices in but the uh, earning
1: in, potential is similar like for a LIC agent and a mutual fund agent
0: with a with a 5 year view it is similar unfortunately uh, you know mutual fund as an industry we do not have upfront payouts so the first 3 4 year uh, you know the agent makes much lesser but he typically breaks even in uh, fourth fifth year and uh, from there uh, you know the mutual fund uh, curve overtakes the insurance curve
1: so this uh, you're saying that uh, upfront payment multi mutual fund made to the agent. Why is that? Matlab, when someone puts in money the agent doesn't get a percentage of it yeah
0: uh, he doesn't get it upfront so uh, what he gets is uh, let's say uh, if the payout is one percent. To the agent, he doesn't get one percent upfront the day he logs in the application. Okay, in insurance, he gets that whatever that percentage is upfront. In mutual fund, he doesn't get it upfront. He gets it uh, every month for the number of days the investment has been there in his, uh, uh, you know, in the fund. Okay, so first month, let's say if he invests on the first of the month, he gets it only for thirty days. So this one, so every month he is getting one by twelve percent. Okay, uh, but but this is a perpetual trail. And uh, whoever whoever has got into this business now understands that this is perpetual. This, this he will make for a lifetime till the money is there.
1: So the, the more important metric for a mutual fund agent is like a assets under management kind of thing. Absolutely. Like, hmm,
0: Absolutely. Got it, got it. Okay. Absolutely. And not uh, how much money you're making uh, in that year or in that month. So uh,
1: you had this uh, understanding of the market that uh, the digital refusers have been ignored by the mutual fund industry so so then what did you decide to do about that
0: so we uh we thought uh, look uh, we we did some basic work uh, you know uh, looked at numbers kahan uh, the potential hai the potential? clearly uh, you know metros and tier 1 was uh, was a market uh, overcrowded from our perspective there were uh, there were banks there are mutual fund companies themselves there are individual financial advisors there are nbfcs uh, there are digital Platforms, uh, you name it, they're there. You know, so uh, we didn't want to get into, uh, we didn't want to get into a place where all these are, anyways, competing with each other. Uh, we looked at numbers, uh, you know, for districts, and uh, to our surprise, we found out we, you know, some of the districts in UP had only about uh, 20, 25, 30 odd distributors. The entire district has only about 25 distributors. Okay, out of which, even if you let's say 20, 20% is active, that's the industry rate. 20% distributors are active so 20% distributors are active you have only like uh, you know five seven distributors get into the entire district what do you do it was it was a no-brainer it was it was uh, a very low-hanging food for us uh, it meant uh, it meant uh, uh, you know for us because look none of us uh, the initial founding team uh, none of us had any experience of UP uh, it meant some bit of courage that time that no we will go there and we'll crack this uh, but uh, but it was it was a super opportunity. Until date, I say you know when I when I talk to uh, people, and like people ask me that how did you do it? You know, in some of these districts, uh, these districts, you just have to go and talk to people, and uh, you will not imagine how proactive they are. Uh, they want to uh, they want to learn more. They want to earn more. They want to get into new lines of business. They want to earn more. Uh, from that perspective, UP is a wonderful state. Uh, you know, uh, so it was it was it was a no brainer for us and it was we were lucky to have identified that uh, segment because uh, that, that had to get that initial growth
1: so tell me how you launched like are you uh, like a tech enabled kind of a transaction platform or what is it like like you know if someone becomes an agent with you then what do you give to that agent uh, like like tell me how, how it got off the ground
0: so we, we developed an app uh, it's uh, uh, the entire thing it's uh, it's an uh, to end app wherein once in the lab you can do the KYC to final transaction fulfillment uh, for a particular user. So it's an advisor app today uh, wherein an advisor uh, who wants to join us uh, can come to our uh, platform, uh, download the app, uh, do his basic KYC uh, and start using that app.
1: So, uh, anyone can be an advisor? Uh, uh, the, does there... Uh, I mean, uh, like, you know, in insurance, you have that IRDA.
0: So, here also, there are uh, there are mandatory trainings and certifications, which we help them do. Uh, which we help them do. There are mandatory certifications. There is an NISM certification. A basic certification that these guys have to uh, undergo. Uh, we, we help them do that. We have uh, capabilities. We conduct training sessions. We help them do that. So, when did you launch the app? We, uh, very interesting. <laughs> we launched it... One day before lockdown. One day before lockdown. I think it was 21st or 22nd of March. And uh you know, everyone told us that wow, uh we do I also felt so that uh what a blunder. <laughs> uh but uh, after uh you know the first week's anxiety, uh I think uh you know the team did really, really well. Uh you know, we you know, people here on the sales side, on the tech side. We made sure that we all of us uh you know are there uh you know when the advisors uh uh, need to talk to us uh, the app was also new uh, any new product you uh, you know you you can't be 100% sure uh, so we we were there with the customers and uh, you know with the advisors we used to tell them that uh, look uh, uh, You know, something can go wrong what I can assure you is that if anything goes wrong you know I will be there at midnight to sort it that time that is what we can assure you and that is what our team uh, you know is committed to even today so
1: you you had quit your job six months before you launched the app so in those six months what were you doing I'm assuming the signups would have started happening in March only
0: uh, so six months we took uh, to build the product uh, build the product uh, basic uh, compliance uh, You know, to, to run this business you need, uh, you need licenses uh, started and so those six months we, we generated another revenue stream which is uh, some of my old uh, high net worth clients we got them onboarded here. Uh, you know, even today, these uh, you know these are the clients who are paying the bills. Uh, so, in the sense that we make some money out of them, and uh, that helps us uh, grow this business, uh, the retail business. So that's what we were doing. Uh, app uh, takes time to be built uh, uh, since we uh, you know we we wanted to build it in house. We didn't want to give it to any agency uh, or uh, a vendor. Uh, so hiring took uh, takes time. Uh, then Getting getting things, uh, you know, uh, off the ground takes takes a bit of time. Uh, and when you when you when you know, you know, look, I have run one such business. Uh, uh me and uh, Vidhi, my co-founder, we we had run uh, this business earlier, and we knew that uh, uh, we knew What are the mistakes to avoid? Uh, so when you know that, uh, you know, you take time. Uh, so, so we took about six months to build it. Uh, you know, and. Uh, today, I can I can proudly say that uh, some of the features that we have on the app, and we've, we've got uh, you know uh, customer feedback, we've got advisor feedback. Some of the features that we have on the app, it is uh, it is industry first. We have real-time tracking, uh, payment status, of, uh, real-time KYC, yeah, everything today that uh, he needs on the app. Uh, he doesn't need a laptop uh, to run this business. He doesn't need a laptop or a desktop to run this. Everything is there on the app.
1: So, uh, how did you meet with Vidhi and uh, like you know w- what is the split between you and her like what do you look after and what does she look after
0: so we met at Pasa Bazaar. Pesa Bazaar is where uh, we hired Vidhi. She had joined us uh, to take care of the mutual fund product uh, team, product and tech team, uh, and uh, we worked very closely for about three years there. Uh, she comes with a uh, with a uh, very deep tech background, tech and product background. So she is the she the brain behind the app uh, So should she takes care of the product and tech piece. Uh, I take care of the business commercial anything else basically so
1: how did you uh, start having the onboarding of uh, these agents happening like did you have folks on ground who would go and tell people or like you know h- how did you get the so initial
0: why, traction why, why, why just folks on ground we were on the ground me, me uh, my team uh, you know so that time we had one uh, only one guy in the sales team uh, Sudeep uh, me Vidhi Sudeep uh, collectively between uh, December and uh, uh, till lockdown, let's say till till March, till this Corona thing, uh, you know. Uh, uh happened till about February we spent collectively about 60 days in Eastern UP so we were there on the ground we we, we, we met a lot of people there uh, we had done the initial work uh, we, we knew that this would be required to launch the app there
1: so you were targeting people who were distributing other financial products and absolutely. telling them that why don't you distribute mutual funds also absolutely like absolutely. LIC agents would have been the yes. primary target Yes, LIC
0: okay. agents retired bankers chartered accountants uh, even even existing mutual fund distributors because these these are the guys who were doing their business offline and this lockdown really helped that time because they they they, they didn't have anything uh, to support their business so uh, come second week of april and these guys uh, started joining us so we, we got that initial traction and uh, these guys understood that uh time but they can't uh, stop their business right so so they started joining us at uh, so our terms our terms are structured in a way that uh, uh you know the advisor makes uh, uh, makes the most m- m- uh, the maximum money how much do you keep out of the early, uh like... we we keep a very very small percentage we keep only about 15 20% so 80% goes back to uh, advisors and we have some very very attractive incentive plans also so advisors we understand look when you are in a distribution business no and it's a it's a uh, the the food chain is that there's a customer there's an advisor there's an app which is uh, Z funds, and then there is uh, the AMC's. Uh, if the customers make money, so distributors will make money only if customers make money. I will make money only if distributors make money, and uh, AMC will make money only if these guys make. Money. Uh, that we that we understand very very well. And that's that's what we have done. So uh, uh, distributors uh, they understood our uh, you know. So though uh, we were we were not a brand name, we didn't have a uh, you know big brand name. We were just two, three of us, but I think uh, what worked with them was uh, the truthfulness. We were there in front of them, talking to them, only. and that really worked. I think uh, getting the initial traction. Uh, once we had about uh, you know 50 odd advisors on our platform, uh, then it's a word of mouth, and now we keep getting references. So
1: what's the number today? Like how many advisors do you have?
0: We had about we have about 300 plus advisors.
1: But what are the ways in? which you empower these advisors for example if they have to collect the money can they for example send a link out to the end client that pay over here or do they take cash and then they put it into their account and send it to you like like, what are the ways in which so, the... so
0: there's, there's absolutely no cash zero cash uh, we discourage even offline transactions uh, how the flow works is that the advisor has an app Okay, he talks to the customer uh, puts the order customer gets a link on whatsapp customer gets a link on WhatsApp, a uh, customer can decide to make the payment there on that link. So very, very simple. Uh, you know We have taken a large part of, of the pain points in this business, which is uh, getting application forms filled each time you want to do a transaction, checks collect, karna, checks bank, karna, keeping a log, uh, checking next day whether the transaction has gone or not, uh, check has cleared or not. So all of that we have cleared.
1: Pretty amazing. And are you looking at diversifying into other products beyond mutual funds?
0: Uh, we have uh, already started uh, a small pilot with fixed deposits, corporate fixed deposits. Uh, we will have uh, insurance uh, very soon, before the insurance season starts. Uh, we will have uh, uh, insurance also. We'll have insurance. One very interesting point I would like to mention here, when we, uh, you know, look, when we say that we uh, uh, we the, uh, all these payments that we collect is uh, non-physical, non-non-cash, uh, non-physical. Uh, you, and and I told you that uh, you know uh, we work with a segment which is digital refusers. A large part of our clients, you know, do not have net banking, and we have solved that problem. We have taken uh, one-time mandates from these guys. We we have tied up with Bombay Stock Exchange, uh, whose platform we use. Uh, we take one-time mandates from these guys. So uh, which works. Uh, a simple form which uh, the mandate gets rejected, uh, you know, registered in their bank in favor of Bombay Stock Exchange. Whenever in future they want to do a transaction, they just need a note. Nothing else. No net banking required. No net banking required. So that, uh, uh, you know, these are things which uh, our advisors found very, very useful. When when we spoke to them, we realized that a large part of their customers do not have net bank. Uh, work with uh, cooperative banks, do not have net banking. How do you solve that problem? If you have an app, uh, with a with a plain vanilla app, you can't solve that problem. So,
1: so you actually like co-built the app with uh, these distributors based on what they were telling you as their pain areas.
0: Uh, absolutely. So even today, we uh, we, we spend about uh, five six hours a week talking to distributors. I'm very fond of talking to distributors. Look, I I I've been I've done sales for you know major part of my professional life. I like to meet people. I like to talk to people. And same with my team. Uh, we do that uh, at least five six are served uh, a week. and uh, whatever feedback we get, uh, look 80% of the feedbacks that we get, uh, like any other business, 80% of the feedback that we get you you don't want to do it. But some 20% are really really insightful and that's what we work
1: You want to target digital refusers, so uh, why are you saying no to any kind of cash transaction? Like there could be people who would...
0: Cash transactions are not allowed in this business. Uh, in mutual fund, cash transactions are not allowed. Uh, second, in our Kind of business? How do you manage it? Because ultimately, responsibility. Look, uh, even if a business allows it, I don't know whether we want to do it. Uh, because if the agent uh, is using our platform, the ultimate responsibilities are we are answerable to the customer, right? Uh, when you run such a business, which is uh, uh, which is geographically as diversified as we are, we are present in thirty-five districts in UP out of seventy-five today. Uh, how do you control that? Uh, you know, how do you have control on those cash transactions? Even even let's mutual point it is not allowed up cash transactioncurr is activity which your business hai allowed bhi hoga, bhi hum nahi kare. Uh, like the way we have figured out if he has a bank account it is very simple we'll get a mandate registered from his bank account and do the transaction from there he just needs an OTP. so anyone with a phone uh with a phone number gets an OTP. he can do
1: it. how long does it take to get that mandate registered
0: uh, max is about uh, 15 days uh, we get about uh, you know let's say about 60 percent coverage in the first one week 60 percent gets registered uh, in the first uh, one week and uh, about 95 percent uh, in 15 days
1: and uh, wh- generally what mode of payment do people prefer
0: mandates mandates are uh, today 95 percent of our total transactions. I think it will be more than 95 it will be 98
1: 99 so UPI and all these are not really there in like interiors
0: no they just find mandates to be much more useful look if you have you have to register it just once next time you have to do your, your you know your investment life you have made it so simple you, have to do. you just have to put in. so as soon as you get a link from the uh, you know advisor and you click on the link you get an OTP you just have to put the OTP to confirm your transaction and nothing else so uh, look uh, you know people will move to you know things where uh uh, you know which they find it simple I understand that uh, you know UPI has got uh, great acceptance uh, whether it is peer-to-peer payment or you know other commercial payments uh, it has got great acceptance but in our business wherein uh, uh, you know the, the beauty of our business is that uh, there is one payer and one payee okay uh, the collection happens in the name of Bombay Stock Exchange and uh, the payer is one customer okay so we have registered the mandate and it makes his life very very Simple.
1: So, uh, what is the plan to grow the distributor base? You are so far uh, self funded or uh, have you raised funding?
0: We are client funded.
1: Client funded. Amazing. We are
0: client okay. funded. So, a look in our business, as I said, at a unit level, uh, you can't lose money. At a unit level, you can't lose money. It's not that if I have to scale up, I have to uh, start paying 120% of uh, the commissions that I make. I still pay, if, uh, you know, we are already at the maximum threshold, which is about 80, 85%, 80%, let's say. Okay uh I, I i don't have to go beyond that uh so at a unit level at a transaction level we don't uh lose money uh, uh there is some uh, cost of acquisition for, for you know from an advisor perspective uh when we acquire uh, the advisor train them and all uh there is some bit of cost of acquisition that's not much and uh that uh we know you know as as other advisors' business keeps growing, the new advisors get uh, you know uh, subsidized by them. So it's largely a client-funded business. Uh, very very high operating leverage, wherein we have to acquire the client uh, just once, uh, other advisor just once, and uh, that helps uh, either through SIP or uh, lump sum payment. Uh, so to that extent, we don't have a very high capital requirement. And uh, second, actually, uh, as I I am not a 23 year old. Out- out of college, मुझे देश नहीं बदलना। ठीक है। उसके penetration 2% se 4% pe agar main le apne lifetime over the next ten years, I have done my bit and that I am very very confident that I'll be able to do. We are taking market by market. Like uh, we started with eastern UP. Uh, we are today in 35 districts in UP. In the next three months we will talk, we will be present Let's say, in, you know, 90% of UP, 90% of the districts in UP. Out of 75, will be at least in 60, 65. Let's say worst case. Uh, then uh, we've, we've already started planning for Bihar. Yes, we started talking to people in Rajasthan. Uh, I think Northeast is a very, very big potential when it comes to financial product. It's a, it's a very, very high potential market and extreme, uh, extremely under. Uh, uh, penetrated uh so have a clear roadmap uh in terms of the markets that we want to get in uh for the next uh 12 to 18 months and we don't need too much capital uh so if that answers your question on fundraising
1: i mean capital could help you go more aggressive now you could have more feet on the street to acquire advisors and uh stuff around that and uh i mean is that part of your plan or you want to keep it organic so, growth so, and- so
0: there are two, uh, or rather, there's just one thing which external capital can help us. And that is not advisor acquisition. That is not uh, business growth. Uh, one thing that we, uh, that as a founder, I, I find it challenging today uh, is hiring. And uh, I think external capital, uh, uh you know, raising capital from a, you know, gives you
1: credibility. A,
0: uh, from a well known firm gives us credibility. Unfortunately, that's how the world works. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the, you know, most of the people do not know our internal numbers. And even we don't share those numbers. Uh, so, external capital comes, there is a validation, external validation. So, that is that is something uh, which 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 this will help. And uh, otherwise, you know, business growth, advisor acquisition, and all of that, it is it is not really, you know, dependent on external capital. It is not really dependent on external capital. Given that, as I said, given that even, even we as a team don't want to do this uh you know don't want to be in 700 districts in the next one year we have a very very clear roadmap for that these are the four markets that we want to work on for the next 12 to 18 months
1: so what do you estimate will be your advisor count one year down the line like from 50 what do you think it will hit
0: uh i think uh so we are currently at about 300 uh one year down the line we will be anywhere between let's say three and a half to four thousand which is which is a, yes which is uh you know which is which is a very very good number look uh, uh Akshay, ki When you start, the first 50 advisors are basically experiment on your product, experiment on the concept and the product, okay. Uh, the next uh, you know, uh, 500 odd advisors or 2 300 advisors let's say, in the stage that we took from 50 to 300, were an experiment on the business model, okay. Now this 300 to let's say 1,000 or 1,500 will be an experiment on scalability. Okay. Uh, once you have, uh, you know, experiment Implemented on these three things: uh, product, business model, scalability. Then you that that is the time you go all out. Okay? So that's that's what uh, you know we feel as a team, and to do that, to, to establish uh, these for these three things, we don't need too much capital like,
1: So how have you uh, made your app easy for people who may not know English, and you know, like you're essentially catering to Bharat. So you know, what have you done to make it easy for them?
0: So. Uh, if you go to our app, uh, very, very simple words, uh, pictures, very, very simple words, though the app is in English currently. Uh, but uh, the, the, the words that we use, okay, like uh, your portfolio. Okay. Portfo- so when an advisor sends a portfolio of funds, uh, which he has uh, selected for a client, we call it a cart. Now, uh, given that uh, all of us, uh, the entire, uh, uh, everyone has used e-commerce at some point in time, right? They understand, they, they might not understand what a cart is. Uh, they might not understand what a portfolio is, but they will understand what a cart is. Yeah,
1: and they'll understand that icon of the cart.
0: Yes, one. yes. So, 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 these are things, very, very simple things and uh, a lot of effort, a lot of time has gone into it. Uh, having said that, we are also coming up with a Hindi app. They're also coming up with a Hindi app. Uh, what we have uh, also done is we we started a YouTube channel. Uh, actively started it only about five, six months back. Uh, we have about uh, uh, 60 odd videos there. Uh, again, uh, four, five minutes to about 10 minute videos. Each video talking about basic concepts of finance, uh, personal finance. Uh, so things like RBI bond, things like uh, mutual funds, things like post office savings scheme.
1: So these videos are for the advisors or- or for the end customer?
0: So these are actually for both. Given that a lot of advisors, you know, are new to this business. Given that a lot of customers ask these questions or pose these questions to advisors, what we tell our advisors is that just go to our YouTube side, YouTube channel, pick up the video that your customer has asked you question on and send it to your customer, send it to the user. And advisors have actually started doing it. It has made his sales process, the inquiry process, so simple simple uh, so uh, we we now uh, have started trying it on funds also like we, earlier we were we were doing it on concepts of finance uh, you know mother product now we have started doing it on funds you know mutual funds let's say uh, an ICI blue chip fund so we have created a three, four, five minute video on some funds so if an advisor wants to sell or recommend a fund to a customer what he needs to he can just share the video and, and this think, video
1: is in Hindi or like
0: this is in Hindi uh, uh, so and, and the advisors find it very very useful uh, we have a long way to go there but I think it's a very very powerful medium given that uh, you know uh, it's much easier and you, India is the biggest market for YouTube today uh, so it's not something that uh, that is rocket science okay uh, we, we're doing something which is uh, which has an established track people are on YouTube everyone knows it uh, we just said you know innovative way, way to do it so advisors share it with customers and customers uh, you know and the advisor this feedback that we've got customers have understood the fund uh, what we've also done in the process is uh standardize the sales process video customer why is it good for him so the sales process has got standardized so there's no mis-selling, let's say right so so these are things that we are doing uh for these markets so
1: are you currently uh, able to meet payroll with uh, business earnings or you're funding
0: it yourself uh, we are uh, we are able to meet 80 uh, percent of our payroll through business. 80% of our payroll through business, which is uh, which is decent. As I said, uh, it's client-funded, so some of our you know large clients. So that is one business. We, you know, initially we actively worked on it, created a revenue stream there and it's perpetual income. So that we use to fund the retail business.
1: Okay. So what is your assets under management right now? Like to, if you're comfortable.
0: So collectively, all products taken together, we are uh, we are north of 500 crores today. This includes mutual funds, fixed deposits, PMSs, uh, bonds, RBI bonds. All products taken together, we are uh, north of 500 crores.
1: So when you're building a like a mutual fund distribution app, do you need to individually tie up with each mutual fund to sell their product, or like, how does that happen?
0: Yes, so that uh, that process we have not been able to uh, streamline it yet. Uh, but that's a one-time exercise that you need to do with about 40 45 mutual funds.
1: Okay, so each one has their own policies, and you need to apply with each fund, and they will give you access. Okay.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So it's about uh, it's about a hundred-page KYC documents look, because we are a private limited company uh, with three directors shareholders. So all KYC documents it uh, you know, so there are 100 page uh, so there's a 3-4 page empanelment form and a 100 page printout so we cut almost like for every 10 AMCs we cut like a tree
1: and this will happen when you start insurance also you'll have to do it for each insurance company separately like the integration to be able to sell their products
0: I don't know look uh, insurance again there are a lot of people who have cracked the insurance market I might just tie up with someone who's an insurance broker who has a broken license and use their uh uh platform to sell insurance uh because you know insurance again just uh you know like mutual funds insurance again has a, a lot of uh, a lot of products uh various segments uh you know so uh, we might just uh, tie up with uh, someone so we, we are exploring that opportunity uh
1: currently so you know what has made you so passionate about the capital market space and investments in in particular
0: very interesting story actually thanks for asking this actually i would uh, you know uh, you know when uh, when we were growing up we were, you know we were a you know, middle class marwadi business family in calcutta uh when we were growing up the the only newspaper and my dad dad used to be in stock markets okay he used to be in stock markets the only newspaper that we used to get at home was economic times dusra newspaper and economic times the because same, if you uh, you know 90s mein, economic times used to have a sports page which is which is not there anymore ha, sports page so when, when when you are that age when you are say, 6 7 8 and same, tv this is i'm talking about late 80s early 90s right so uh, you know and uh, you wanted to so uh, all of us kids we, we we've grown up uh, reading cricket news right so economic times mein, you know so that's how you know I, let's say <laughs> I started reading economic times Uh so it's it's like uh, you know then over a period of time it uh, it became very very natural we became very comfortable you know me you know uh, my brother my younger brother basically you know because uh was coming to the so telegraph two uh, saturday sunday because economic times was I think 7 rupees or 10 rupees over weekends per edition Wo, it, it used to be expensive so, telegraph telegraph saturday sunday aata tha. and uh, 5 days was economic time so we had no choice uh, and you know second uh, uh, I'll give you uh, another reason for this uh, you know which uh, again when we were growing up when we were in school we project assignments milte hai my dad used to be in stock market he, he was a very very active in he used to he, he would have invested that time in let's say about 100-200 companies Her company ka annual report came to home okay we had all school ke projects hi annual reports. So, projects you cut paste annual reports. So, let's say, farming farming pe project farming, you used to use buyer's annual report, or buyer crop sciences' ka annual report. At uh, you know, that time, we used to a photo of the project. Pe. I don't know if you recall, or, recall that or not. So, uh, there used to be a Tata Group company by the name, Digital. Yeah, I think uh, it was Digital, yes. So, so, they uh, would take photos of the computer and servers stock market so, you know, it was very, very natural to us. Uh, for, uh, for me, as well as my brother, both of us, it was uh, very natural. I, I think I'll share this, you know, uh, with my dad. <laughs> He'll be very happy about it.
1: <laughs> Do you have kids?
0: Yes, uh, two of so, them actually. <laughs>
1: so, You're Economic Times subscription.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, so, the world has changed. Look, uh, I don't have a TV connection at home. <laughs> so, we don't have a TV connection. We used to have Tata Sky, which uh, I have discontinued. the uh, SMS is uh, very uh, which we ignore. Uh, newspapers, thanks to Corona, Stop taking newspapers. Uh, So uh, uh, I think uh, their childhood will be very, very different from our childhood. Very, very different. Uh, uh, Things have changed a lot. And uh, thanks to the last six months, things have further changed. Uh, Basic things, basic uh, opportunities, right? time, pe, time? You know, CA, do, or engineer, do, a lot of right? Now you see, uh, you know, in fact, this morning only, I was talking to with uh, my co-founder, and uh, so many opportunities. People have people have made uh, fantastic careers out of uh, you know everything that they love. So it's uh, it's very different now. It's very different now. So I think uh, these guys will do what they love. Uh, Beyond Campus is a production of ThePodium.in, powered by Career Launcher. If you like this show, then we are sure that you will love our other shows on subjects like entrepreneurship, marketing, books, and drama. Check out ThePodium.in for a complete list of all our shows.